welcome to another episode of the Bride Tribe podcast. Uh, the, today I have a very special guest. Um, she is one of my very dear friends in Seattle. I met her maybe about four years ago, maybe. Um, and she does a lot of my photos and everything. I just love her, adore her. Welcome, Katie Para. Thank you. <laughs> of course, of course. I know. When I wanted to, um, uh, of course, you're like the first photographer I think of when I wanted to do this podcast because I really think it's so, so, so important for brides to understand the importance of a photographer, understand the styling of a photographer, and also just what to expect budget-wise, style-wise, and the day of. Yeah. So I'm, I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you first got into photography and also just all of that stuff. How did you get inspired to start photography? Yeah. Well, um, I, you know, I've loved photography forever. My uncle gave me a film camera, a 35 millimeter film camera when I was like 12 years old and I just was instantly hooked and I loved that you could take it in school, that it was an actual class. And I so I just took it every year and, and loved it and excelled. And then my high school um, photo teacher was like, you know, you could go to college for this. And I could, like, blew my mind that this could be a job. Um, so went to a wonderful art school, photography school in Santa Barbara. And, and then I moved to New York to get some experience. Oh, New York. New York would be a great <sighs> space just to like get more inspired. I feel like there's yeah. just so much to offer there. The energy there is incredible. You know, the dream job exists for everyone there. It's a really neat place um, to get inspired for sure and, and learn. And I learned a lot in my, from my time there. And, um, and then I moved to Miami and worked for a, a wedding photographer named Katie Mary. Nice. Um, yeah. You got, got a little bit of both worlds. You got like the city and you got the little beach. We beach. kind of jumped all over the place. We figured, why not, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> so yeah, Katie was the one who really encouraged me to do weddings because she saw that I had this great, you know, I for catching the details of telling the whole story of a wedding and not just the portraiture, but, um, you know, every single detail that a bride spends years picking out and dreaming of for her wedding. She wants that documented too. And that was kind of my background and I fell in love with weddings. Um, yeah, I, was I, I love that. I actually, I really love like the details of it because I think so often as brides, you know, we spend like a whole year just yeah. killing ourselves over the details. And then sometimes those don't even get captured yes. because the photographer didn't know. So I think it's important. That is one thing to look for in a photographer, but I'm going to ask you too, what are the top three things that a bride should really be looking for in a, in a photographer style? Because there's so many different styles, you know, like if you even just browse on Instagram, there's the light and airy, like yours, very film, um, and then there's that gray tone or like a pink tone. And I think that's really important for a bride to understand before they just go and choose a photographer. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, you really want to have some sort of reaction or connection with the photographer's work. And sometimes you won't. You'll look through a whole thing and think, oh, this is pretty and this is nice, but you're, you're not getting excited. And I really pay attention to whether or not you're getting excited about what you're seeing. And that means that you're reacting to, um, you know, how they shoot. And that means sometimes light and airy and sometimes it means dark and moody and really emotional. It also can be how people are being posed. Um, some people are very posed um, and, and, and then other photographers are shooting a lot more candid. And so kind of keeping track and of 
how many shots are posed and how many shots are candid. And um, in my opinion, a good wedding photographer does both, balances both. You know, some couples really don't want that, their day to be filled with being staged. They feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And they want way more candid coverage. And yeah. I, yeah, I love when eyebrows, weddings, galleries, and I can like feel the emotion from the day. And typically the emotion comes from the candid photos or like when they're not looking at the camera. And exactly. I love that. And I, you know, you're very experienced. How many years have you? Oh my gosh. I've been shooting weddings since 2007 and, and shooting here in Seattle since 2013, 2014. Oh yeah. So see your experience. So that's why you're able to do it all. I, yeah. but I, I do think if someone's looking for a more candid, they, like someone who is experienced because yeah. someone so. new, you know, might have an eye, might be really good, but it's mm -hmm. important to know what you're looking for. Yeah, and I, the biggest thing that I can recommend to any couple looking for a wedding photographer is ask to see a full wedding gallery um, because Ooh, that will show you exactly what you're going to get on your wedding day. And so, so smart. So yeah. smart because I have seen like highlight reels yeah. where those images were beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And then I yeah. would see the gallery and I would be like, oh, dang, yeah. like <laughs> there were like, you know, shadows in it or the reception was just. So, well, receptions are usually dark, but you know, there's a certain way to capture it. Absolutely. It can get missed. And, and, and someone who's starting out, they just don't maybe necessarily have the, they just don't know, right? Yeah. And so it's nice to see the consistency in an entire wedding versus just the highlight reel. Because all you're seeing on our Instagrams and our websites are <laughs> the best images of the so, day. <laughs> just like everyone's Instagram, you know? Exactly. So ask to see a full wedding gallery. So the top three things I would say are, uh, really see, you know, if you're having a connection with any of the work emotionally, um, ask to see a full wedding gallery for sure. That's smart. Uh, and what was the third one I was saying? <laughs> I, I forget. <laughs> I think just the style in general, you know, like. Oh, the candid versus post. Yeah, I think that's a good, I think that's great. I mean, you, since you've been in business for so long, do you recommend couples trying you out for engagement photos before? Yes. Seeing their wedding, because then I think that's always such a great way for brides to really see if they have a connection with a photographer. Sure. To first get, you know, some photos done. Yeah. I mean, getting your photo taken is such a awkward experience for 99% of the population out there. The biggest thing I get is people saying, oh, I'm not good in front of the camera and I need direction. Everyone does, unless you are a paid model. Like it, totally. it, it's tricky. It's tricky. So the best thing that you can do for yourself is to set yourself up for success, which means having a trial run, which is basically an engagement session. Um, seeing how you interact with the photographer, um, if you like them, if they make you feel comfortable, how they pose you. Um, yeah, my biggest goal out of an engagement session is to make sure that not just the bride, but the groom is also having a good yes. time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, we're all like, of course, I want to look good. Yeah. I mean, we also want to, in photos, you also want your, you know, your husband. Relaxed. Yeah. You want to look like you're both having a good time. Exactly. It's not torturous. For <laughs> yeah. Seriously. You know, I always want to keep them laughing and smiling. And at the end of it, the biggest, um, you know, reward is when they say that was actually really fun. Yeah. And I love so that. And they, they know on their wedding day that's one less thing they have to worry about and totally. they'll relax in front of, in front of my lens. 
Well, and I always say when um, asked for advice on choosing vendors or the first things to prioritize, I always say photography because at the end of the day, at the end of your wedding, you have a marriage and you have your photos. I mean, the flowers wilt, you know, they get thrown away, the food gets eaten, like everything else is disposable, but like the photos are memories. And I just love that so much. So I always put an emphasis on choosing the right photographer, but also utilize like utilizing your budget for that. So, yeah. So, I mean, what, what should a bride look for in terms of budget? What, what can she expect from an experienced photographer like you? Because there is a huge difference. You could book someone that is only a year in and maybe not pay as much, but if you are looking for quality or something specific, I mean, you should really, I don't know, trust the experts and you know, they know their worth. So that's why you as a small business, as an entrepreneur, you're putting a value on what you offer. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing to remember about being a wedding photographer is, is we're not just good photographers. We've had years of working with timelines with different planners. We've had years of working with different venues. We've had years of anticipating the things that are going to happen on a wedding day (laughs) and showing no stress and bouncing right back and coming up with positive ways forward, right? There's a lot more than just the photos and all of that. And you have to do all of that with a smile and keeping your couple relaxed, right? Totally. All of it. It's not just the good photos that comes with the experience. It's also just managing a wedding day and making it a a positive experience from start to finish because wedding days are, you know, they can be stressful. They can be really stressful. And I, I mean, not from a wedding perspective, but um, Katie has shot many of my campaigns for my dresses. And I kid you not, she can make any model like just feel so relaxed. And like, she just works it. I just love it. But I mean, that's what you pay for. And that's what you're putting, you know, a value on that. So if you could give just a large range or a broad range of what someone could expect. Absolutely. Well, and you know, it depends, of course, on the market that you're in and where you live. Yeah, because Seattle's pretty high. Yes. Um, For someone like me, who also shoots film and has been doing this for a long time, um, the average range is going to be anywhere from, you know, $4,000 upwards to seven, $8,000, depending yeah. how long you want someone for the day, how many days, sometimes there's rehearsal dinners, or there's uh, next like, day after brunches that they want included. Um, but, you know, for a basic eight to 10 hour package, you're looking to spend between really well $7,000. Yeah, totally. And I think it, I think what gets lost there a lot of times is brides just see the number and they're like, Oh my gosh. But in the, yeah. the bigger terms of things of when you're buying a dress, when you're booking a venue, when you're doing catering and all of that, like, I mean, it's minuscule to, compared to like, like I mentioned, it's your memories. It's yeah. literally going to set the tone for the rest, like you showing your grandkids, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, being in this business for so long, a lot of my friends are, are wedding planners and, and I love hearing them talk numbers because I'm always fascinated about what's the percentage that people are spending on certain things. And you know, the average Seattle wedding costs around $40,000. Okay. And that's, that seems that's low. Average. I was going to yeah. say that seems low for wow. Seattle. And that's just an average, right? So, so a big portion of people are spending more than that. And mm-hmm. when you think about 4,000 being 10%. 10%. That just blows my mind. I feel like you should, regardless of your budget, because I'm really big on like 
being able to have your dream wedding, regardless of your budget. Absolutely. So regardless of your budget, I think you just set a percentage. And honestly, I wouldn't do 10%. I would say like, it's a 25%. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And, you know, I think really it's about never be afraid to reach for those, for those people that you think maybe are out of your budget. You know, there's always ways to work around hours or what's included that's still going to get you, you know, your dream photos. And, and you're not really going to have to compromise that much, truly. Um, and sometimes even having weddings on an off day. Oh, like yeah, totally. Sunday. So you never know. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's important to say, though. If a bride is really falling in love with a photographer, it's like, and they're like, oh, my budget just doesn't. You're just assuming that your budget doesn't. But, you know, truly, it doesn't never. hurt to ask. You never know. I do want to talk a little bit then like getting into the wedding day because you mentioned it a little bit of how experience really makes difference. Yes. And I truly, truly agree with that. Um, so what can a bride expect from a photographer like on the wedding day? Because I think that is something as a new bride, even like being in the industry, I think for me, even I was like, I don't understand what time do they come? Like, when do we need? Yes. I want to get, photos of getting ready, but I also want them to get photos as a reception set. And I think that's where logistically brides have to understand sometimes you can't have it all because if they, d depending on the timing. Yeah. And you know, most photographers are offering eight to 10 hour packages and, if, and, and that will cover an entire wedding from start to finish. You will get thousands of pictures from getting ready to dancing. So you, there's nothing that will get missed in that eight to 10 hour time frame. Um, if someone's offering like six hours, you will have to give up something, whether that's getting ready or dancing photos. Um, you know, and if I'm working with a couple that doesn't have a planner, I'm very quick to kind of outline, okay, this is when I typically start, this is when I typically end, and this is why. You know, the last hour of dancing photos, they can get a little sloppy and redundant. Oh, and you, no one posts those. No, I mean, everyone has like that one dance move. You don't need to capture it. Like, 50 oh, yeah. you don't need 50 pictures of Uncle Joe. Yeah. You know, well, and it gets so dark. And it gets so dark that it's really hard to capture, no matter what, how good you are of a photographer. It's exactly. like, it, I mean, at that point, your flash is on and it just becomes crazy fun dance pictures, which are fun. But what yeah. people don't realize is there's hours of that at the end of the night. And, and even in one hour, I could take every single person on that dance floor's picture. Multiple totally. Times. And I've even been at to a wedding where um, it was a very large wedding, but the, I don't know, I don't remember if it was the photographer or the videographer, but they just were in the way. Yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't see the bride dancing. Like light in your face. Well, and they were just like, I was just always like, you know, trying to get around the equipment. And so yeah. I mean, I think that's also something that's important to ask when you are booking a photographer is really like, you know, like, how do they work? You know, are they going to be down the aisle during the ceremony, right yeah. in the face? You know, well, I don't know. Absolutely. And, and a good photographer will explain that process to them. Okay. Um, so I always talk about ceremony because the ceremony is the most important part of the day, right? And that's the part that you can't redo. Nope. <laughs> and, you know, all of it. So I, I like to walk my couples, um, you know, through it line by line, which means basically saying once the bride walks down the aisle, the aisle belongs to me. Saying, oh, I love that. I don't, I don't want anyone else in there, like blocking the couple. And no. And, you know, I have great relationships with videographers here in the area. And, and we always talk through that as far as where equipment's being placed. Oh, that's great. But, you know, you're always over communicating is 
never a bad thing when it comes to a wedding. And so sharing all those details with your couple is only going to make them feel better and just more aware of what is going to happen on the wedding day. Cause it's going to go by fast. So fast. Yeah. So fast. <laughs> I mean, it's like, feels like five minutes, you know, yeah, like really well. And I think that's why I, I love wedding days so much though, is being able to guide my couples through that day and, and kind of create moments where you can stop and take a breath and Aww. really take in what's happening. That's such I a love cool it. Thing, that's my job. Like that's ah, such a I know. Great thing to do. <laughs> I know. Even just talking about weddings gets me so giddy and excited. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I'm so long past, you know, that phase, except for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I never get sick of weddings ever. Um, they're a really neat mixture of just incredible energy and then art all the artistic energy that's been going into it too and yeah. it's just um they're a beautiful events perfect so. you are just like moving along like pinning me up right against to where I, my next questions I love it yeah. oh perfect I, I mean you would think we were friends or something <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I was going to ask you because we do live in a world where everyone wants to get creative and everyone wants to be seen online like what advice would you give a bride or a couple who wants to be featured if they want to be featured on a blog or featured in print? Because I feel like while the marriage should be the end goal, um, a lot of people still want their wedding to be featured. You know, they're putting a lot of money in, into it. And so what would you, what would you say? Well, and that's a great question because it, it does come up a lot. And, and honestly, being featured, having seen your wedding in a magazine or online is a really neat feeling. It's a lot of fun. And if anything, it's just an added bonus to a really beautiful day and a really wonderful marriage. So, you know, I love when couples come to me and they say, I would love to try and get this featured. And, and what would it take to do that? And, um, and really what it is, is the details. Um, so, you know, if, if you have a really great story of how you met, that definitely will always help. Yes, always. Uh, but it, it comes down to the details. If you ever look at a magazine at a feature of one wedding, you'll see probably two, maybe three, maybe three shots of actual people <laughs> of the couple or someone in their family. Or their totally. Family. The rest is the details. So um, a lot of people maybe don't want to put as much energy or money into an invite and that's fine. You don't need to spend a lot of money on invite. I personally love paper and would spend all my money on beautiful I know. Invites. Me too. I love it. <laughs> but I you know, there's being intentional about your details is what's really going to get you there. Um, you know, every little thing that I can photograph that tells the story of you or how you met or your wedding day, that's only going to add to the, um, to the favorability of it getting picked up. So uh -huh. um, some people are like, I don't really like cake, so I don't want to have dessert. That's okay. That's great. It's your wedding. You do whatever you want. <laughs> but if I don't have any form of like, a really cute pie or <laughs> something else to add. Well, what did they have for dessert or what did they cut? That's a big thing. That I, I can see that. editor's going to be like, well, I don't have a cake or I don't have a dessert. Or And, and you can get around it if your wedding is super unique or in a, like on the you know side of a mountain or something. <laughs> but typically they're looking for the basic details, which is an invitation, a cake, um, or a story, I feel like. Exactly. If you, like if you don't have the details, well, you kind of do, but maybe that's not the main focus if you have a really good story. I think yeah, that also absolutely. helps. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, I think that's such a great, you know, answering question for that 
like you mentioned, so many brides want to know. So with that said, what is one piece of, of advice that you would offer brides when choosing a photographer or maybe just for their wedding day? What, just anything. Truly the biggest thing is, you know, you're choosing someone that you're going to spend the most time with on their wedding day. I actually didn't even think of that until you More just said it. probably your spouse, which is oh, great. Oh, totally. So I, I typically start with both of them before they've even seen each other, hours before they've even seen each other. So if this person makes you feel uncomfortable or you don't like them or you don't get their jokes or they don't really make you smile, then you don't want to spend the happiest day of your life with them because you're gonna all day. So my biggest piece of advice is, you know, it's almost like going on a date. Like you really want to feel comfortable. Like you choose want- someone you co- you're compatible with yeah. maybe. And, you know, they should be leading you, the photographer should be leading you to these to these questions. Um, they should be leading you into this feeling of, okay, now I'm feeling more comfortable because you've already, you know, you've cracked a few jokes and we've talked about, you know, um, our vision and our dreams and you've totally calmed us down and all our concerns. And that creates almost a sense of friendship. And again, that's just so important. And, and, and then engagement sessions will only further that connection. So then on your wedding day, it's like you're having you know, someone that you trust and someone that you enjoy being around document your day. And therefore you're relaxed and comfortable in all of your pictures and you'll love them even more. (laughs) I know. So true. I do love that because it's crazy how you don't know how your body reacts when you're uncomfortable and, but you do see it in photos. And so that's That's where it's tricky. Yeah. And the thing is, is even if other people couldn't, you will, and these are your photos and you'll know. Um, So yeah, just make sure you, there's good. At some point in the conversation, whether you're meeting them in person or on the phone, there will be a moment where you realize you're, that you're at ease. And that should be a big cue that that's the right person. I love that. Well, Katie, this has been so much fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, let's Zoom again soon because I let's need to chat. Every week. Yeah, every <laughs> week. Oh, I just love Katie. So Talk weddings. <laughs> yes. I mean, I literally could talk weddings. Oh, well, maybe that's why I did the podcast. I'm like, I could talk weddings all day long. Oh, it's such a good idea. I want to keep coming on over and over oh, again. Oh, please do. Please do. <laughs> please do. I'll just, I'll just keep coming up with like topics to talk about. Perfect. Um, Perfect. All right. So for any Seattle brides or actually anyone around the globe, because Katie travels, um, how can people find you? Um, so I have, my website is katiepara.com uh, and my Instagram handle is katieparaphoto. It's P-A-R-R-A. And, um, you know, I'm on it constantly, as is everyone else. Yes, and I will link it as well. So thank you all for listening to another podcast from Bright Tribe. Um, We loved having Katie on. And feel free to send me any questions you have over at Desiree at DesireHeartSock.com. Till next time.